0: in this remake of charles dickens classic a christmas carol a cold-hearted superstar singer gets a reality check when she meets three christmas spirits who would change her miserly ways for the better what's going on y'all today we are here to talk about one of my favorite christmas movies a diva's christmas carol now they don't really show a Diva's Christmas Carol on TV anymore. I want to say it was a VH1 original movie. And as the years have gone by, they really stopped showing it, you know, on TV. I do think that Bounce TV still shows it from time to time. Like, I think it's coming on on Christmas Day this year. And I think it came on at like one o'clock in the morning on some random day towards the end of November or something like that. I love this movie. Last year and maybe the year before that, were the first years I didn't watch it. I have this movie on D V D. That's how much I love it. And you know, there's okay. Let's just go ahead and just address the elephant in the room. There's only really so many ways that you can do a Christmas carol. (laughs) Like I think that if you are an actor At some point in your career, you have done a version of A Christmas Carol. I mean, just off the top of my head, Tori Spelling, Susan Lucci, um, Carrie Fisher, Patrick Stewart. What's his name? George C. Scott. I mean, literally, not on Get You Ten, you can shoot a dart at a board with a bunch of actors' names on it. And most of them, if not all of them, have probably done a version of A Christmas Carol at some point, which is why I think A Diva's Christmas Carol, I'm not, I am not. think it stands out. Do I think that it's one that people probably remember a lot? Mm, it depends on where you're at. Because I feel like certain communities, and we all know which ones I'm talking about, <laughs> certain communities probably remember it a little bit better. Because, you know, we grew up watching it and we grew up with Vanessa Williams and the music of it and just like the flash. And she was so, she looked like a superstar. Like, Vanessa Williams looked like a superstar in that movie. And I think if it was, if you're one of those people who love to watch those kind of movies when you were younger, you not gonna get your 10 Watch a diva's christmas carol see listen okay yeah the uh the heat went off y'all it is so cold outside and uh, if you think that i'm gonna turn this heat off i'm sorry i know it's probably a little loud and i apologize about that baby we're not turning this heat off i'm not gonna sit here and and freeze just while i record this love y'all to death but let's let's be realistic but back to business y'all do i really need to give y'all a summary of the movie because i feel like we know how it goes the main character is going through whatever she's going through christmas doesn't mean anything to her three spirits come and talk to her (laughs) and i know y'all probably thinking like okay well baby if you can't even give us a brief summary of the movie then what's the point why are we here listen y'all know i'm gonna give y'all a summary of the movie (laughs) So what I love the most about Vanessa Williams' version is the fact that she took a classic story, and she really did make it fun. So she plays a superstar named Ebony, and I think Ebony's last name is Scrooge. I don't remember them ever saying it in the movie, but I think her last name is Scrooge, and I was like, there is no way... (laughs) this black woman's name is ebony scrooge i just refuse to believe it but child anyway we see ebony and she's the the opening scene is like her recording a christmas music video and she gets some of the fake snow in her throat and she's like you better hope that didn't scratch my throat so of course we're instantly uh made aware that she is in fact a diva quote-unquote a diva and she is very difficult to work with this part I had one of my favorite parts she asked the man so they're in france and she asked the man for french toast and he brings her like i don't even remember what he brought her and she was like what is this <laughs> i think it was some toast and he was she was like what is this and he was like you wanted french toast and she was like this is not french toast she's like where's the powdered sugar where is this and that and he's looking at her like girl i do not know what you are talking about. And then she um, she had like just one person that was dedicated to holding her phones and her water. and she was like, hmm, I'm looking at one hand. it's empty. I'm looking at the other hand. It's empty. And he was like, she was like, she's looking at him like, baby, what is the picture here? Like, do you understand that, that there's something wrong? And the man is just like, "Mm-hmm." and then when she says, you need to fix it, then he runs off. It was like, I'm telling you, the opening scene is hilarious for so many different reasons. We find out that Ebony and her manager used to be in a relationship. So Ebony is very miserly, as we said in the opening She does not really believe in Christmas. She ain't really fooling with it like that. She thinks it's just a cash grab essentially and thinks it's just a, you know, capitalistic holiday and she plans a tour, her and her accountant, they plan a tour so that they can make money off of it and they put, you know, put it on Christmas and they say they're just going to like send the proceeds to something or some charity or something like that, but it's just a, a farce and then we find out later on that the accountant is actually stealing money from them. So, you know, there you go with that. And her assistant manager, whatever he is, child, his name is Bob. Bob is the one that she used to. Did I say that? I feel like I said that, or I feel like I didn't say his name. Maybe I did. Girl, I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. We'll see. Well, if 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 I didn't, then in post production, I'm just gonna be like, all right, <laughs> y'all just gonna have to take what I give you. <laughs> so, Bob's son. Tim is sick and Bob and his wife are not exactly in a good place right now because Bob is you know on the road with Ebony and now he's telling her that he's gonna have to you know go be on the road for Christmas and she's like anyway talk to your son and leave me alone so they're not doing the greatest Ebony is not exactly making it better I don't know that it was intentional but mm, girl knowing Ebony it was Ebony also has a niece by her deceased brother, and she doesn't really come around her. She does not really do, you know, a whole lot of like Christmas stuff. So they're sort of not estranged necessarily, but they don't exactly have a closest relationship. Ebony used to be a part of this group called Desire. Now, Chili from TLC actually played another member. She played Marley. And listen, listen desire is to me iconic. They had a song in the movie and it was an original song and it was called Heartquake. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I feel like you cannot be a proper gay if you don't know the song Heartquake. I don't know why. Is that me just stating my opinion like it like it's a fact? Yes, it absolutely 100% is and that's okay because <laughs> because Heartquake is one of the best musical productions of our time it should have won about 15 different grammys and when you see the scene where they go back in you know time or go back in her memory and they're performing it baby Vanessa Williams ate she took that microphone up and she put it in front of her uh two bandmates and they were like what is she doing baby she put that microphone up because she said they gonna see me today they gonna know I'm the lead singer listen listen I stand I still sing that song to this day that's how good it is um when they are doing the whole thing you know like I said they go back in the past we see that Ebony and her brother were removed from their father's care because their father was very abusive that's a part of the reason she doesn't like Christmas because it was at Christmas time he like took their little paper tree and threw it in the fire and he was like where is your mother do you see her like he's the guy bless his soul the guy who played her daddy was not a good actor and he was just like he was like do you see your mother anywhere do you see me smiling and I was like what are we doing (laughs) and then when the CPS lady is taking so it was sad because the grandma called on them and she went over to the rotary phone and she she made the call reluctantly but when the CPS people are removing the kids first off they're like pulling them really kind of hard I was like girl um, what are y'all doing but when they're taking them get to the point, Caitlin, when they're taking them, the father is sitting in a chair and he like reaches his hand out and he takes it back. And he's like, like, he was just so broken. And I'm like, okay, we need to find someone else to play this role potentially because daddy still is not doing a great job with it, but that's okay. And we get some flashback scenes of Ebony like on Christmas when everybody else is with their family and they're, you know, enjoying the holidays. Ebony is like in a church practicing her uh scales and I was like, Oh my god And um her brother comes back and is like, Hey, you know, daddy's changed, we're going back home and the little girl she's not a little girl, the girl playing Ebony was a teenager but she was like, I'm not going back though <laughs> that was so funny to me it was given very it was given very Nickelodeon it was given very (laughs) it was given very this is my first professional job and if you think that I'm gonna go out of my way to do all of that then you are absolutely out of your mind but she, she you know I mean she she did what she needed to do it was a VH1 original movie child what else can we really expect and then in the present, we see that Terry, her other uh, bandmate, oh, I didn't completely neglected to tell y'all about that. So her bandmates, Marley, died. Marley is no longer alive. And so Marley is the one who's telling her, like, girl, if you don't get it together, you're going to end up like me. You're going to be a ghost just wandering around. And Chili is another one that was so funny because she was like, girl, I have tried. Lord knows I have tried to get a hold of you. But for some reason, this is the day. And I was like, Chili, she did good. I mean, she did good. Let me stop. Let me stop throwing shade at everybody. I think everybody did good. They did good. <laughs> So Terry is the other member and while we're in the prison, we learned that Terry is broke and she don't have nothing and she's living it, I guess, in like an apartment building or something like that and Meals on Wheels are bringing her a plate of food. Now, why am I bringing that specifically up? I'm bringing that up specifically because when the girl gives Terry the plate and Terry goes to uh, sit down and eat it, the plate is like empty already. Like the plate has nothing on it. And is that a very small thing? Yes, it absolutely is. But to me, they could have done a little bit better than that. Like they could have said, okay, this is a movie, but we still gonna make it realistic. They could have put some real food on the plate, but they just didn't. They said, girl, anyway, we can't afford all of that. You're just gonna take this empty plate and you're gonna have to pretend like it's something on there. And Terry can't comb her hair for some reason. And the lady asks her... Terry, we'd love for you to come down and sing. And she's like, oh, my 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 voice ain't what it is, what it used to be, baby. And I was like, well, Terry, maybe if you, you know, but, but took did you t- took a shower? I, I don't know. Terry was looking raggedy. I was like, now y'all could have got that across, what I haven't. Terry looking that raggedy, child. She sees like the party with her niece, Olivia and her husband and her husband is overacting, baby. He went to Juilliard. He had to have because he was like, and to Aunt Ebony, a Merry Christmas. I mean, he was just like cutting up. And so the girl is like, anyway, like she just trying to enjoy her holiday. And she also sees that her accountant is stealing from her. So then we go to the future. She realizes she's dead in the future. Da-da-da-da. She changes her ways. It the end part is one of my favorite parts of the movie too because Ebony has the concert and she's like, she's go, mind you, Ebony has been going around town buying tickets for people and doing this and that, trying to do good deeds, and she was like <laughs> at the at the concert. <laughs> She's like, I had a bad night's sleep. And sometimes all you need is a bad night's sleep to help you remember. And I'm like, Ebony, shut up, man. <laughs> and she fires her accountant. And um, <laughs> when she gets ready to sing, um, I think it's Sleigh Bells. Is that the name of that song? Girl, I don't know. She's singing a song and she invites Terry out on the stage and she's like, Cause you know when you sing whole songs, you need whole friends. And why am I talking like Donkey? I don't know. I don't know why I sound like Donkey from Shrek when I imitate Vanessa Williams in this movie, but for some reason I do. So they bring her out because like sleigh Bells or whatever the name of the song is was like their one of their biggest hits when they were in Desire. And she, Terry comes out and maybe she got that velveteen dress on. I said, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Miss Terry, you better cut up. You better come out there and show up. And we cut to a year later and a year later, they're at Olivia's party. Cause Olivia was pregnant. Now she's had a baby and they've given Terry Ebony's old weave from the year before. And then Ebony picks up the baby and she's like, nobody pees on the either and it's (laughs) just the movie is just so fun (laughs) and then her backup singers and her band they are so shady because they're staying she's got them staying in like this horrible hotel while she stays in this beautiful one they're not even in a hotel they in a motel and it was low key to motel six it might have been a roadway in i don't know and she's got them in there and then like they had to go to like save a lot and go get some eggnog and the the carton is completely empty there's nothing in it I don't know what was going on with this movie that they decided we don't care about (laughs) about people eating or people drinking if you came to this film set this you thought you were gonna eat girl I'm sorry to tell you but you are sorely sorely mistaken so the movie ends out on a good note Ebony's learned her lesson Terry's got her ponytail weave that Ebony wore the year prior and oh oh and Tim is good so Ebony paid for Tim to like go to one of the best doctors or whatever and then for um Bob and his wife whose name I don't know to um go on like a tour of New York and enjoy it while they're there and that's her Christmas gift to her and whatever else and them so Tim is alright we knew Tim was gonna be alright so I I didn't even worry about that I didn't even go into it thinking like oh Tim is gonna I didn't care also I did just go back and look up the wife's name the wife's name was Kelly I was going to go insane if I did not remember that lady's name because I couldn't think of the character's name off the top of my head anyway let's move on so my favorite thing about this movie, outside of, of course, the stellar acting, is the music. Listen, the, the Vanessa Williams said, "Baby, I'm gonna give y'all a show." She gave us "Heartquake." She was singing "Sleigh Bells." Like, does though? Even the opening scene is a music scene. She's doing a music video as she's in wraps around us like gifts around the tree baby Vanessa said y'all not finna come up in here and say I'm not a singer (laughs) Vanessa said when you leave from here you are going to know that Vanessa Williams is a singer actress she is a triple threat I don't know what the third one is but she is a triple threat you the third one is up to your imagination you (laughs) you use the miracle of Christmas to figure out what you want that third one to be but baby she says she is going to show y'all what y'all came here for she is not about to let you leave empty-handed baby she ate you might have left empty-handed actually because she ate what you brought in with you she ate baby I live I live. That's my favorite thing about the movie. Is not only the music, but I think the musical aspect to it. The fact that it's not like people working in a building or people that work with him and, you know, everyone. Else. Like, there's a cast around her. Her actions have affected so many people. Tim. Well, she didn't make Tim sick, but the fact that Bob can't be there with Tim is more the problem. You know, Tim. Tim's marriage. Tim's relationship with. I said Tim Bob Bob's marriage Bob's relationship with Tim her band absolutely detests her her accountant is stealing money right from under her while he's making her think that he's helping her steal money you know Terry is a destitute because I didn't even tell y'all this ebony stopped terry because terry wanted to make a new desire after the group broke up but ebony put a stop to it and was like no ma'am so apparently apparently that was the breaking point and terry just lost everything so that's what i love about it is that there's so many many stories within ebony's and you can really see how who she is affects the world around her while people think that she has this like she's just this mega superstar and oh my god ebony 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 in reality this woman is low key ruining people's lives so that's just what i love about it now if i had to pick a favorite character from this movie i don't know who i would want that character to be i feel like I feel like Ebony is probably my favorite character, not only because she's the one that's the most flat Ebony and then her brunette, um, uh, b- um, backup singer, because she was reading that woman was hateful. I don't know what was going on with her, but she was just, that woman was mean. She's <laughs> you could tell she enjoyed being out on the road. She was glad to have a job, but baby girl was reading the house down. And then the little red haired girl was like, no, or was she blonde? She was either blonde or redhead. The one that was like trying to be like, well, you've got to admire her work ethic. And it was like, shut up, girl. So y'all, I think me personally that if you want a good holiday movie that you can just kick back, relax, watch, enjoy and for like an hour and a half to two hours just completely let go of the world. I think A A Diva's Christmas Carol is probably your best bet. I think it's a good like... Friday or Saturday movie. Maybe like Friday or Saturday night or something like that. And you, I don't know why you would make this combination, but you make some popcorn and some hot chocolate. Now your stomach is probably going to be hurting, but you can make that combination and then just kick back and enjoy the movie. Like you can laugh. I don't think you're going to cry. I ain't going to tell you you're going to cry. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that. I'm not going to lie to you and say that you're going to cry. But You'll definitely, definitely laugh. I feel like you'll be entertained. I feel like by the end of it, because when I first watched it, when I was little, I became obsessed with Heartquake. And in my mind, I was going to learn those lyrics. I don't know what I was going to do when I learned them, but I was going to. And ever since then, like randomly, I'll just start singing that song because it was that catchy. So, I like I said, I think that it's a really good feel good movie. I don't if you are looking to critique a piece of media and pick it apart, then this may not be the movie for you because there are things that are a little shaky. Like I said, the acting is a little And I'm not even going to call the movie predictable because we all know what a Christmas story is. Like, if you don't know a Christmas story, a Christmas carol, see, that's what I get. That's that's exactly what I get. (laughs) I don't even know the name of the movie I'm talking about. (laughs) So, y'all, with that, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap this on up because now that I forgot the name of the movie that I'm supposed to be reviewing, I think it's time for me to log on off and sign off for the day. So I hope you enjoy this review. And y'all listen, if you made it this far, I truly am open for feedback on how to improve this reviewing experience because this is not something I've done before. And I know that I'm a little chaotic when i talk about movies and a little all over the place so what i would really appreciate is for y'all to tell me and and let's be nice let's let's not y'all i know i'm not perfect (laughs) so don't go crazy (laughs) but tell me some things that you would love to see me maybe do a little differently maybe tell me some things that you just want to see in general like something maybe that's not included that you would like to include I am working on the format that I have for the um for the review podcast because it is something that I want to try to improve and do better with. So hopefully hopefully soon I'll have a new format and I'll be able to actually stay on task. No. So hopefully soon I'll have a new format and it may be a little bit more inclusive of what people want to hear the way people want to hear the information provided to them and any suggestions are very much welcome so merry christmas y'all ho 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 and i will talk to you later i'm gonna go have a This is bye can I oh, can-